You are listening to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, episode number 51 with Saima Ali, MD. Assalamualaikum, everyone. I hope everybody's doing well. This is my first week off from work. And to be honest, it's been really busy and hectic. I thought I'll be mostly sleeping and just hanging around. But I realized I had so many things pending that needed to get done. And I'm even getting to record this podcast really late evening on a Thursday Thursday evening. I have to publish it by tomorrow. And I'm giving some screen time to my daughter and my son just fell asleep. So I night my times and just stuck at home. And uh, yes, recording this now really, really late. And to be completely honest, I think most of it has been drama in my head about not having work. This has not happened to me in a really, really long time. I usually have plans for my backup plans and plans for that backup. And uh, this just happened very suddenly. And uh, I, I think it was due for the time. I just couldn't foresee myself working until 2, 3 in the morning, um, being hooked, hooked up to screens. So it, was, it wasn't meant to be. But anyways, still, our mind likes to freak out and panic and... Uh, tell us that it's the end of the world and nothing's going to be happening. Um, nothing right is going to happen. And especially in the middle of a pandemic and, uh, but inshallah, I'm sure that everything is going to happen. What's going to happen and everything's going to be good. So anyways, I'll keep, try to keep this very short uh, since I'm recording it so late. And I'll speak a little bit about my webinar that I recently did, experience with that, and a little bit about my course that I am releasing or launching right now. So during the webinar, I had uh, three main teaching points. And one of the teaching points was that really everybody can be a millionaire. And uh, Literally, everybody can retire a millionaire if things are done right, and you really don't have to have really high income. You could be making $50,000 or less in a year or making hundreds of thousands of dollars and still not retire a millionaire because you're not saving and you're not investing, right? So I spoke about um, this book, and I really recommend everybody to read it, uh, The Millionaire Next Door. It was published, uh, I believe, back in 1993, and it did an analysis of over 292 millionaires. And um, some of the things that they found were really surprising. So for example, the most shocking thing was that most millionaires are not, uh, most wealth is not actually inherited. Uh, Only about 19% of the rich had some sort of trust and everything else was everything, most of the other, more than 80% of the people were first generation millionaires. So that was one of the surprising things. And then there were so many other surprising things regarding who the millionaires are and how they were living. So they mostly found that the millionaires were small business owners. They were not doctors and lawyers and, uh, I found it really interesting that they actually had a whole chapter on doctors who are considered to be high income earners and assumed to be rich, but they were not rich because they were not saving right and they were not investing right. And especially coming out of 
<clears throat> residency training, it takes so long. Like you really have to do four years of college, then at least four years of medical school, then at least three years of residency. And a lot of people do fellowships. So the training is really long. And most of the time, physicians are making less than the minimum wage during residency. You are working over 80 hours a week and only making $40,000, $50,000 a year. So when they graduate, there's this need or there's this want to compete with the Jonases and try to get the big houses and the big cars. And they actually end up falling behind because they already have all those big student loans. And then they're taking more loans on top of that to live the new life. And uh, what they found was that they, they were not high income earners, the, the millionaires. And most of the millionaires were actually self-employed. You're four times more likely to be a millionaire if you are self-employed versus if you, if you work for somebody else. And they discovered or they found out that the millionaires really valued different things. So they valued financial independence over, over things. So they'd rather be able to leave a job and not work than be in a big house or a big car. And most of them were living in middle-class neighborhoods or even low-class neighborhoods where the houses were cheap. And they lived in the same house for over 20 years. And they were all investing by themselves. So, um, most of them were investing by themselves and they saved at least 20% of their income. So if you use services to invest for you, like a financial advisor or other things, a lot of times they charge you a percentage of what you're investing. And that could cost you hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars over the lifetime of your investment, because that's how much they're taking out percentage per year from your, from your account. And that money that's being taken out is not growing for you and not being reinvested. So most of them invest by themselves. And even if you hire somebody, you really need to understand what they're investing your money in. Um, a lot of times, if you are changing investment from a day to day, then you are paying extra on commission or other things. So that could really be hurting you in the long run. So it was really interesting points regarding that. And uh, um, what else? And really, they didn't spend too much time obsessing over their investment. They were making investments every month, buying the stuff that they wanted, and <clears throat> then letting, letting the investment grow rather than changing it on a daily basis or changing it based on hype or you know their friend telling us what the next best stock is or just being afraid of what the media was portraying. So they mainly left their investments alone. So it's really important lessons from this book to take and uh, to try to apply to our lives. And I highly recommend everybody to read it. And other than that, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about the course that I've created. My goal with this course is to really hold your hand and try to get you to feel confident, ready to invest on your own, that you don't need anybody's help and you can really do it on your own. And that's what the modules are based on. So module one is all about the mindset. This um, 
financing and anything else in our life is really all dependent on what mindset we have about things. And especially when it comes to finances, they say 80% of it is having the right mindset and only 20% is actual knowledge. I mean, knowledge is really not hard to learn, especially these days with cell phones in our hands and other gadgets where we can really look up anything that we want. So the actual knowledge is not hard. It's really the managing of the brain. And a lot of times, especially now, we have so much knowledge that you can really look up anything on YouTube or Google or any of these um, services that it causes a lot of overwhelm and anxiety. So what ends up happening is we end up not acting and not taking actions. And that's where the mindset comes in, in looking at the right things and then actually taking the action to do the things that you want to do rather than being overwhelmed and anxious and just pausing or freezing. In module two, it's, we're going to concentrate on the strategies, like learning to be a successful and um, successful investor is understanding that money is cru crucial. We want money to be our slave, not our master. And, uh, but money management, money investment, all that is not hard. So really getting over our fears and learning that you don't have to spend all your time with, um, with trying to read the stuff and trying to do uh, the management, but it's just, we can put things, a lot of things on automation now and everything can just be, um, can just be automated and you don't have to really waste any of your time. And then in module three, I wanna take, um, take you through the basic definitions, understanding what Dojo's Do industrial average is, what S&P, 500 indexes and how, what all these different types of index means and uh, how to choose an investment that you may want to concentrate on for your own portfolio and the other stock language like how to place an order, what a limit order is and uh, many of the basic language. And in module four, we've learned that you know most people actually lose money in the stock market and why they lose money. And uh, we really wanna go over that and uh, stock market has been a really powerful wealth building tool even in the millionaire next door most of the millionaires had invested in the stock market and that's how they were generating their income so it's really a powerful tool and we really want to learn to utilize it for our best interest so we're gonna go over that in module four and then module four really learning to do it yourself so you are independent and how showing you how you don't need a financial advisor or anybody else to look up the basic information that you need and even if you do need if, if you feel like you need a financial advisor then i'll show you how to pick one because there um, there are different ways of um, picking a financial advisor there's different type of fees that they charge so we'll look at all that and in module six six i'll really teach you how to make a budget what i use for budgeting and how i create it we get afraid of a budget because we feel like budget is going to imprison us and we're not going to be able to enjoy the things that we want to do. But budget is actually there to free us and to help us do the things that we need to do and uh, take the vacations we wanted to uh, want to take and spend the time with our families that we want to take. Okay. So anyways, this will be a six week course and I want 
everybody to be ready and to have opened their accounts and make their investments and really put everything on automation by the end of it. So I really hope that you join me in this course and I look forward to it. But of course, you always have my podcast where I'll always be discussing the most valuable things about investing and where to get started and everything. So that's about it for this week. And next week, I actually want to talk about donor funds and how to set up donation funds through through um, through the brokerage firm so that your money that you want to donate is being invested and then a percentage is being taken out every year. And this is something that we could leave behind where our money could be working for us even after we're gone. Kind of like Sadiqa Jaria, where only two things benefit you, which is one is your kids making do well for you, and then other is a Sadiqa Jaria or money working for you while you're not in this world. So I really want to discuss that in the next post, next podcast. Let me know if you have any questions, and uh, I'll continue to do some videos on YouTube, on um, Facebook, and Instagram. Alrighty, until next time. Bye.